Say what? Super heart squeeze. If you're listening to this, that makes me super excited because that means you have tuned in to the Bible Diggers podcast. I'm your host, Emily Dunham, and we're going to be sharing tools to help you dig into God's word to experience our crazy, amazing God. My hope and prayer is that by the end of this podcast, you will have already run off to grab your Bible, notebook, and pen and try these tools yourself. So let's get started. guys thanks again for joining me on this bible diggers podcast um crazy days isn't it with the covid19 and the safer at home and uh, schools being taught online and some people not sure if they have a job in a couple weeks or um what the situation will be but really just a an interesting um time a great opportunity definitely to get into the word of god and look at what he says and and know him more and know his promises and to cling to him so i'm excited that you're here i'm excited to share this next bible digging tool with you and crazy as it is my house is full so guess what today i'm recording in my minivan yep if you were to go by my house right now you'd see me sitting in my van and recording this episode Ha <laughs> technology. That's crazy stuff. Anyways, um, let's get on with it. Today's tool is called the catapult tool. It's the tool that kind of encompasses all the other tools. It's the one that helps you launch into a dig. So without further ado, let's go to the throne. Let's pray and ask God for his covering over this time. And then we'll get into the cool catapult tool. Uh, Heavenly Father, you're gracious and once again faithful. I still stand in awe at how you provide. I stand in awe at your greatness and your, your love, your creativity, Lord. Last night I saw the most amazing sunset. I love how you paint the skies. I love how they cause a rejoicing in my heart. You are amazing. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share with my sweet friends on the other side um, this Bible digging tool, the Bible digging tool of catapulting into the word. Oh God, I just ask for your grace and your mercy that you would wrap my tongue in grace and truth and I'd be able to clearly communicate um, with these friends, these new diggers, um, how to go about digging in this way. Thank you for your word. It is rich. It is true. The depths are unsearchable. Insearchable? You know what I mean, Lord. I'm just so thankful for you. I'm thankful for the peace that you give when we sit in your presence. And you are a gracious giver. Be with us. In Jesus' mighty, holy, awesome name. Amen. So let's move on to the new tool of the catapult tool and where we're going to start is first making sure that you have your notebook and your Bible and your pen and in the notebook, on the notebook, on the right hand side, make sure you date it and the left hand side, you're going to write down the scripture, the 
Bible chapter, uh, the location, whichever of what you're going to be catapulting in. So um, like right now I have my book open, my Bible open to the book of Isaiah and I would write Isaiah chapter one. Now the cool thing about catapulting is it's reading a major chunk of scripture, so an entire chapter, and allowing uh, the Holy Spirit to nudge you, right? Um, giving the Holy Spirit, uh, or a sense, oh, how do you say this? Like um, when you read through, you get a little moment of a pause, or you have a question that stirs up inside of you after reading a portion of it, or you're reading through it and you're not sure about a word or something just causes you to pause or to stop for a second and then continue reading. I just like to call those like a nudge of the Holy Spirit and consider those or now from now on, you could think about those as a location for digging. Um, like as if you're reading, you're walking through a treasure map and it shows the steps, do, 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 stepping. And then all of a sudden there's a spot. Like there's an X right there and that's where you should start to dig. So um, the Holy Spirit nudges as you're reading through the scripture, helping find those digging locations. All right. And those locations lead into the depths of the heart of the Lord. Now, I think um, anywhere you dig, that can happen, right? Because his word is so rich and deep and alive and active and sharp. So that you can learn with any portion whether or not you feel the nudge. I just, more often than not, when I get that little pause or question, to I've learned to, instead of just gloss over it, instead of just pass it by because I'm not sure what it means, instead of just quickly read onto the next thing because I don't get it or because um, you're just like, oh, that was cool. You know, instead, I've learned to stop ponder and go there like put in the digging effort put in the work the labor that it is to explore his heart there like put in the sweat effort um and every time that I've done that I would say 95% of the time I walk away in great joy and awe or just more of a, wow, I need to stew on this for a while. That was intense. Okay, so so the catapult tool is used to launch you into a dig to give you those locations, those X spots, those, you know, mark it with an X, like that location where you're going to start to dig your shovel in or you're going to start to use these other tools to help get down in there. And then when I say other tools, I mean the ones that are to come in the next episodes and the, the episodes to follow here. So you can do this in a couple different ways. You could listen to an audio Bible app, like the Dwell app, or just your audio Bible on, on your phone and follow along in the Word. You could ask someone in your home to read it to you. So you could hear it and you're following along with your eyes in the book. Or you could read the word out loud um, and make the markings as you're listening to yourself and reading. 
Okay, so those are two different ways that you can read through the chapter, right? We're saying read through the chapter to get the context, the context of the scripture that you're going to be looking at. In fact, um, read a few chapters, but specifically for this, I guess I'm just saying read a chapter to start your catapult marking. Now, the fun thing when we do a Bible digger retreat um, or a class, I will actually read like five to seven chapters in in a sitting, in a session, so that they could get um, multiple places for digging so that once they leave that retreat or that class, they have already a setup of many digging locations. Isn't that so cool? Um, Can I just take a moment to pause here and talk about a Bible digger retreat before I get into this catapult tool? There currently is scheduled a Bible diggers retreat in Michigan. And it is open for women. This particular retreat is for women in Michigan. And it is holding up to 20 ladies. So um, this COVID-19 situation may be putting that on hold and transferring that weekend later into the summer. I don't know. It, it will be up to um, the retreat center, actually, if they want to hold that. Or not really the retreat center. I mean, yes, but, you know, legally, like if they end up kiboshing that. And I think it will be with some reports I'm seeing, uh, with some of the reports that even my husband was telling me what he, what he's noticing in the news. So, but in the future, if you ever see on the BibleDiggers.org page a retreat opportunity or a class opportunity, I just want to encourage you to sign up for those. Um, this blog, or not this blog, I'm not, you're not reading, blah. This podcast can only do so much. Like I can encourage you for the minutes, but I, the, I cannot underestimate the beautiful power of the fellowship when you have others together trying and learning and digging into the word together like this. Um, and then it's even, you know, it's easier to ask questions and just to have that quiet time. I just love the retreat time because... I enjoy the classes too, but the retreat time is so special. Um, you get to learn a tool, we study it together, and then you go off and have that time of uninterrupted time to practice that tool. And then we come back, we talk about it, and we learn another tool, try it together. Then you go away and do the tool with you and Jesus. And it has just been so beautiful. So that's a Bible Diggers retreat. If you're interested in hosting one, because that's possible too, then um, just email us at info at BibleDiggers.org. And I would super love to to chat with you about that and bring that to the Bible Diggers board and um, see what it would take to create and to have a retreat in your location. Okay, so that's enough on Bible Diggers retreat. You <laughs> got me kind of excited just thinking about it. Um, now back to our catapulting tool. You have your chapter. You're going to have it read to you either through a Bible app or someone in your family read it to you while you follow along or you read it out loud to yourself. What you're going to do is you're going to make notations in your notebook or in your Bible itself. If you're not comfortable yet writing in your Bible, then don't worry about it. Like, it's okay. You can write in your notebook. So if you have the scripture at the top of your your notebook, and what I would tell the class or the um, whoever's there, I would say right at the top of your left, you know the scripture, right? So we're going to write Isaiah 1. And as it is being read to you or as you're reading it and you have that pause, you have that moment 
that just causes you to stop for a minute, right? Write that verse number down. So on your notebook, write VS period seven or V seven um, so that you can come back to it later. And if you're writing some notes, give it a little space. So VS seven um, and then give it a little more space. And let's say verse 11, there's a word in verse 11 that pops out to you. And so you write down the word multiplied. Um, just some quick things that cause you to stop. When you get to the end of the chapter, when I get to the end of the chapter, when I'm teaching this, I leave about two minutes of silence so that those who have just heard the word of God can listen to um, what the Holy Spirit is telling them or just cause them to think, you know, in the silence and just think of those questions that were, that arose as they were hearing the word, as they were following along, as you're reading it. So you can write those questions down like, um, back to the notation of verse 11, you saw the word multiplied, like what would that represent? So maybe the question in your head is, I want to fully understand the word multiplied and know the depth of that, or just know where else it would talk about these multiplied sacrifices. And, and so write yourself a quick note. And maybe even at the end, you're going to say, where is all this taking place? So maybe in that entire chapter, it doesn't give you a location. And so part of your dig Part of your treasure dig would be to go find out where this is actually taking place to give you a better idea of that. So that would create a dig. Um, and maybe it's the whole word sacrifices and you're like, well, I don't even know. I would like to know where sacrifices began. Like what is the concept? What does a sacrifice look like? What kind of sacrifice is this that he's talking about in Isaiah? And so I'd write that note down. So in the two minutes of quiet, or five minutes, whatever it is, with just you and the Lord listening after hearing the word, write those questions, highlight those verses, write out an entire verse if, um, like, transfer that into your notebook if that's what you're wondering about. So this is the beginning of catapult, um, tool, of the catapult tool. It's going to give you digging opportunities as you read through the word because the Holy Spirit is such a great awesome counselor like he wants to direct you into the heart of God he wants us to learn more about who our God is and I really believe that because the spirit indwells in us that he does this and it's so beautiful so it's just kind of listening uh, tuning into him and allowing him to teach you allowing him to counsel you with that being said I'm going to today read through Isaiah chapter 1. And I'm just going to give you a heads up that this is a very intense chapter. So if you want to practice catapulting with me right now, have your notebook, open, date it, Isaiah chapter 1 at the top. I'm reading in the NASB, the New American Standard Bible today. And I'm going to read. I get quite passionate about the word. Um, so just, just to prepare you for that, I, I just love the word of God. Okay, so here we go. Isaiah chapter 1. The vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, concerning Judah and Jerusalem, which he saw during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah. Listen, O heavens, and hear, O earth, for the Lord speaks, sons I have reared and brought up, but they have revolted against me. An ox knows its owner, and a donkey its master's manger. But Israel does not know. My people do not understand. 
Alas, sinful nation, people weighed down with iniquity, offspring of evildoers, sons who act corruptly. They have abandoned the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel. They have turned away from Him. Where will you be stricken again as you continue in your rebellion? The whole head is sick and the whole heart is faint. From the sole of your foot even to the head, there's nothing sound in it, only bruises, welts, and raw wounds, not pressed out or bandaged nor softened with oil. Your land is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Your fields, strangers are devouring them in your presence. It is desolation as overthrown by strangers. The daughters of Zion is like a shelter in the vineyard, like a watchman's hut in a cucumber field, like a besieged city. Unless the Lord of hosts had left us a few survivors, we would be like Sodom. We would be like Gomorrah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the instruction of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What are your multiplied sacrifices to me, says the Lord? I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed cattle, and I take no pleasure in the blood of bulls, lambs, or goats. When you come to appear before me, who requires of you this trampling of my courts? Bring your worthless offerings no longer. Incense is an abomination to me. New moon and Sabbath, the calling of assemblies. I cannot endure iniquity and the solemn assembly. I hate your new moon festivals and your appointed feasts. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. So when you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Yes, even though you multiply prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are covered with blood. Wash yourselves. Make yourselves clean. Remove the evil of your deeds from my sight. Cease to do evil. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Reprove the ruthless. Defend the orphan and plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are as scarlet, they will be white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they will be like wool. If you consent and obey, you will eat the best of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. Truly, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. How the faithful city has become a harlot, she who is full of justice. Righteousness once lodged in her but now murderers. Your silver has become dross. Your drink diluted with water. Your rulers are rebels and companions of thieves, and everyone loves a bribe and chases after rewards. They do not defend the orphan, nor does the widow's plea come before them. Therefore, the Lord God of hosts, the mighty one of Israel, declares, Ah, I will be relieved of my adversaries and avenge myself on my foes. I will also turn my hand against you 
and will smelt away your dross as with lye and will remove all your alloy. Then I will restore your judges as at the first and your counselors as at the beginning. After that, you will be called the city of righteousness, a faithful city. Zion will be redeemed with justice and her repentant ones with righteousness. But transgressors and sinners will be crushed together and those who forsake the Lord will come to an end. Surely you will be ashamed of the oaks which you have desired and you will be embarrassed at the gardens which you have chosen. For you will be like an oak whose leaf fades away or as a garden that has no water. The strong man will become tinder, his work also a spark. Thus they shall both burn together, and there will be none to quench them. Isaiah chapter 1 Now, why don't you pause this podcast and take two, three minutes to ponder and to write your verses and questions. that's it. I hope that right now you have uh, at least one, if not two, three, or four more new locations for digging by using the catapult tool. These uh, nudges, these questions, these highlighted verses, new places to explore and go deeper into the heart of the word, into the heart of your God. Thank you so much for meeting with me today. I hope that you are able to continue to dig throughout the week Press in and press on. Be encouraged, my friends. You are crazy amazing because you're created by a crazy amazing God. Oh, so sweet. Enjoy. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, I just want to thank you so much for listening today. I'm hoping and praying that you've grabbed your Bible, your pen, and your notebook and have already begun to dig into God's crazy, amazing word. If you would like more encouraging content, you can find Bible Diggers at BibleDiggers.org. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, again, at Bible Diggers. I look forward to sharing more Bible digging tools with you and his crazy, amazing word. Until then, be encouraged and press on.